Thanks, Gary. Well, uh, <clears throat> this is, as you heard earlier from Calvin, week two of our summer series on filling the slate of my life, uh, focusing as we enter and go into the, the first weeks and the first months of this year ahead, what are the things that we fill our lives with? And uh, so last week uh, we looked at um, uh, what we fill our heart with and uh, the challenge to fill our hearts with extravagant love. Next, uh, next week, um, uh, Craig will be uh, speaking on uh, what we fill our minds with and uh, such, such an important part of, uh, of, of life. What, what, what do we fill our minds with? And then the week following that, um, uh, Pastor Cat, what we fill our uh, cup with uh, from, from Psalm 23 uh, before uh, at the start of February, uh, I, will, uh, I will speak on uh, what we fill our time with. But today, uh, we, we are focusing on what we fill our load with. Now, if you were here last week uh, or watching last week, um, you'll know that we had the bonus of Christina doing uh, a little bit of sketching while I spoke. So that not only do you uh, hear God's word, but there's some visuals around that, just uh, some, something a bit different and creative in this summer series. Now, she's not able to be here live today like she was last week, but she's done a little bit of a sketch in advance for us that you can uh, see up there. Uh, by the way, the, the, the week after's undercover still, uh, so, so that's under wraps. That's, uh, I've told you what it's about, but I didn't want to give you the, the, the sketch on that quite yet. Uh, so that's uh, that's over the side there, like a you know the paintings that get revealed in due course. But uh, there you go. So thank you, in a, thank you for Christina, who again uh, did this uh, before. Uh, yeah, just in advance, uh, just, just to um, we're grateful to her. That's before you today, as we focus on what you fill your load with. I was reading this week about what life was like for people in the wild west of America in the 1800s. Now we hear, we hear the, the little phrase, the saying, the wild west of America. But it really was quite different and it really was quite wild. And as I read a, a little about uh, some of what life was like for, uh, for people in that era, many would set out on what was known as the Oregon Trail. And the Oregon Trail was a journey where they would load up their wagons and they would head west in search of a better future. And with the trail being so long and so arduous, though, what would inevitably happen is that people came to realise along the way that they were carrying much more than they needed to in the load of their wagons. And as they realised that, they had to make some choices about whether they were going to lighten their load for the ongoing journey or whether they were just going to press on with the things that they didn't really need to be carrying. And so as a result, scattered all along the Oregon Trail were all kinds of things that people had filled their loads with that were weighing them down, and along the way they had to leave them behind. Set them aside, leave them behind. All kinds of different things. Still today, though, the reality is that in a very different era, we too, and in very different ways, we are all carrying loads in the wagons of our lives. Loads that can be weighing us down. Loads that can be causing us to become weary and burdened. Loads that perhaps or probably need lightening. What are you carrying, I wonder? What is your load filled with? 
could be the demands of life, could be the difficulty of relationships or health or finances or work or something else in your life that is far from what you would hope it to be. It could be the debil- uh, it could be the the crippling effects of guilt or regret or fear or worry, or, or it could be like to the, like for those to whom Jesus was first writing in the reading that Gary read to us, the constant striving to seek to measure up in life or faith. Because those to whom Jesus was first speaking in those verses had been overwhelmed by the demands of the Pharisees. The Pharisees had taken the joy out of what faith looked like in their lives and in turn what God intended as a blessing into a burden. And it was into that situation that Jesus came and Jesus essentially said, you're carrying much, much more than you need to in the load of your souls, in the load of your lives, linking with me and let me lighten what you're carrying. Still today, Jesus comes and says the same to us. Whoever we are, whatever our situation, inviting us to do what? As it says, in, as Jesus himself says in verse 28, as Gary read to us, come to me, come to me, Jesus says. He doesn't say come to the church. He doesn't say come to, uh, come, come to any, anything or anyone. Come to me in relationship with me. In the verses just before this, Verses 25 to 27, Jesus was speaking about how God reveals things. It it says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, Jesus said, because you've hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. Speaking about God's revelation and and the things that we come to realise as God opens our eyes to these things. And this is a significant revelation from God that he follows up with that we don't have to struggle on or strive in our own strength, weighed down by the load of what we're carrying. But instead, Jesus invites us to come to him, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and he will what? He will give us rest. This is far more than the rest that our bodies need. I'm a bit tired uh, uh, physically. Uh, I, I need, a, I need a, a renewal time over the next couple of weeks of, of my physical body. But, uh, but this is far more than the rest that our bodies need. This, this, is, uh, this is the rest that our souls that can be weighed down by sin and its effects need. This is the rest that our souls that can be weighed down by striving before God or others need. This is the rest that we as whole beings need in the midst of the often overwhelming nature of life in its many and varied parts in this world. Jesus promises here that as we come to him with whatever it is that your load is filled with, he will give you rest. What a tremendous invitation for me, for you, for us all. What's the secret, though, to experiencing this rest that God created us all for, that we can crave. Jesus goes on to tell us, because it's important to not just look at verse 28, which says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. But it's important to read on where the secret to that rest is unpacked by Jesus. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. It's as we take Jesus' yoke upon us 
and learn from him who is gentle and humble in heart that that's the secret to experiencing this rest that Jesus is speaking about. So what is this yoke that Jesus is talking about? Now a yoke a yoke in Bible times was a type of wooden harness that was placed on the shoulders of two oxen when they were ploughing a field. And to many of us today... Uh, The reality is um, that in life and across history, tractors and technology have made uh, yoke somewhat a thing from history. And so it may not not be something that you're familiar with. And what would happen is that the yoke would join together in partnership, two oxen, to distribute the load as they shouldered away. So what's the significance of what Jesus says here? When he says, take my yoke upon you. He's saying, you need to choose to take my yoke upon you if you're going to experience the rest that I have for you. Now, it might seem a little uh, back the front to you, or it might seem a little odd to you. You, you. you might say, well, isn't taking a yoke off instead of taking one upon us going to bring us rest? It isn't actually uh, uh, something being taken off uh, going to bring more rest? But Jesus is saying, take my yoke on you, take my yoke upon you. Not when it's Jesus' yoke. And this is the significance of it. Because when we are yoked together with Jesus or connected into Jesus closely, Jesus is the one who bears or carries the load. He is the one who provides strength to us. He is the one who makes possible what wouldn't be possible on our own. When we struggle in our own strength, when we try to do things independently of Jesus, when we try to handle the loads of life ourselves, when we aren't connected in closely to Jesus, we make things much harder for ourselves. And indeed, we step outside of God's provision for us. But when we choose to connect ourselves in with closely to Jesus and rely on his strength, which is what taking Jesus' yoke upon us signals, what a difference that makes. It brings about a sense of relief and it brings about a sense of rest. As someone else, Jesus shoulders our load. We are are journeying closely with Jesus and and he is uh, enabling us to do what we wouldn't be able to do otherwise were we shouldering that alone. That's the reality. And that's the secret to experiencing the, the rest that Jesus is speaking about here. We come to experience that as we take Jesus' yoke upon us. But alongside that, we also experience that rest through what? Learning from Jesus. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. To be a disciple or to be a follower of Jesus, our, our vision is for people here at the Bay Morris Morty Alec Baptist Church is for people to be finding and following Jesus. And, and uh, to be a disciple or a follower of Jesus is to be someone who learns from Jesus. In fact, the word disciple means learner. Our role, if we want to experience the rest that Jesus speaks of here, is not only to connect in closely with Jesus, but to learn from him. Jesus isn't speaking of learning knowledge or information, but of learning from what he is like, gentle and humble in heart of allowing that to make us more like Jesus. As we learn more of what Jesus is like, we walk in his footsteps and we seek to follow him. That's the process of God at work in our lives, day by day, week by week. 
learning from Jesus, learning from Jesus when it comes to our character and our, learning from Jesus in how we deal with life's challenges, learning from Jesus in the choices that we make, learning from Jesus in the changes that we allow to take place in our lives. I wonder today, are you weary and burdened? Is your load filled with more than Jesus intends you to be carrying? Simply because you haven't taken Jesus' yoke upon you or allowed him to lighten your load. You're struggling yourself. You're striving instead of learning from him. We can all be like that at different points along the way in our lives. I can be like that. We can, we can all carry more than we need to. We can all fill our loads with, with, uh, and, and struggle in that because we haven't done what Jesus invites us to do here. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want to give the opportunity today to lighten our loads. Whatever the load you carry might be filled with, I, I don't know. But, uh, but it can be different things. But uh, I want to give the opportunity to lighten your load, uh, to do something simple but symbolic, to do something tangible but in trust. We will all carry loads in one way or another. You might, uh, you might, uh, you might be very aware of it. You might uh, not admit it, but we all carry loads in one way or another. But this is an opportunity to not go it alone. This is an opportunity early in this year to, to, to say to God, God, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shoulder this. I'm, I'm not going to shoulder whatever this is myself. I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to allow you to come alongside me and, and to strengthen me and to sustain, to sustain me. I'm going to allow you to lighten my load. And this is an opportunity to let go and let God, to bring what you're carrying before Jesus and to leave it uh, symbolically at the foot of the cross where Jesus carried the ultimate load for us. In the four corners of the room and in the foyer as well, there, there are four tables. Very simple, very simple thing. But there are four tables and uh, there are some small post-it notes and there are some pens. And there, there is a hand sanitizer there as well. Um, but uh, there's an opportunity as we sing our last song, to, to just go to one of those four corners of the room or, or for those in the, in the foyer, to, to the table there, and to just collect a post-it note and a pen and to simply write down a word or a phrase or a sentence that describes your load. And if to, to just, just, just simple but symbolic. What, what, what are you carrying that you, need, that, that, that you want to bring fresh before Jesus and allow him to lighten your load. And then I want to invite you to place that post-it note in the basket. Now the basket's under the cross symbolically, but I'm, I'm going to bring it down here so that it's uh, really uh, accessible uh, for, uh, for, for anybody and everybody. And um, if you're watching online, well, you can write something down too in, in, in your own way and in your own home, wherever you are, and you can place it somewhere significant too. So it's an opportunity symbolically, tangibly, sometimes that helps. Uh, but as we are not too far into this year, to uh, just ensure, as we ponder the question, what are we filling our load with? To ensure that we are allowing Jesus to carry that load for and with us. Let me pray as we lead into that time and space. 
uh, where in the words of the song, there's an opportunity to respond, but uh, also in the way we deal with the loads that we carry.